everybody and welcome back to my bookcast. Yes, we are this didn't take this episode didn't take a long time. It didn't take as long as the last one and the one before that. So I feel like we should have a little round of applause round of applause for myself. Um so yeah, this is the third kind of like addition to my A Court of Misted A Court of Thorns and Roses series where I talk about the third book, A Court of Wings and Ruin by Sarah J. Mass. So that means plot, summary, romance, characters, all of it, just about the third book. And I think this will be my final installment. So without further further ado, let's hop right in. Okay, so we're just going to do a quick little recap plot summary. Um, I'll try to keep it spoiler-free. If it does happen to have spoilers, um, I'll put it in the description or in the title so people who haven't read it um, can, like, just skip over this part or just not listen to this at all. Um, okay, so it's really hard to explain this without spoiling anything because it builds it builds off the second book. Um, but basically, it's just a classic uh, fantasy plot. We have this trouble that's brewing in a foreign land, and Feyre and her crew, um, including Resand, are trying to gather enough forces to kind of combat uh, the evil, I guess, and they have to travel all over their world, and um, just... That's basically what this is all about. It's just her journey, um, gathering forces and stuff. But there is also kind of um, a, just a very small subplot in which um, she, her former love interest is kind of trying to make him make her go back to his court because basically what happened in the second book is that she left his court and went to the night court. Um, so now there's also a little subplot of him trying to get her back. So that's just a quick little um, premise. There's not much I can say without um, spoiling it, but it's just a classic fantasy plot. <laughs> okay, so right away, I want to say that the plot is definitely, it's definitely more, this book is definitely more plot-filled than the last two, just because it's the third book, we need to get the battles going, get the um, all the loose ends tied up and whatnot. Um, so I do think with that, it does have, it has a faster pace because you're trying to get stuff to happen to get to the climax. But also because of that, it feels slower because things are happening, but you feel like you're not getting any closer because there's more stuff to be done. So I will say the plot kind of dragged a bit here and there. Um, sometimes I had to just like take a break because nothing was really happening. And then I really had to get in the zone so I can push through. Um and then I will say that the final battle scene was a little anticlimactic. Uh, it lasted for like a couple of chapters, so it was like a decent battle scene. But I feel like a lot of the stuff that happened just kind of degraded it a little. Like there was a lot of sacrificing going on, um, which is typical in any battle scene. And it's just like the sacrificing and... You know, when a character that you've gotten to know for the last two books sacrifices themselves, it's supposed to be this terrible moment and you're supposed to feel something and like, but the thing is like, I felt something and then like Sarah J. Mass kind of like pushed it aside and then did something with it, which I'm not going to spoil that made it seem unimportant um, and didn't really even add up to the plot in the final battle in the end. So I was a little disappointed in that. 
However, the world building in this novel was fantastic. I feel like in the last two, it was a little bit shrouded, trying to keep the readers, you know, wanting more, wanting to keep reading the series. But since this was the last book in this trilogy, I think Sarah J. Mass really just pulled, just put it all on the page for us to see. And I think the, she knew what the readers wanted because I just, I wanted to know so much more in the second book than what I got. I feel like the second book really focused more on the character dynamic, the character building, character growth. And the third book was really focused on the world because we got to see more of the courts, the powers, just what this world can really do. And I practically know it by heart now. Like I know every single court, every single high lord of the court. Like it's amazing what, how much I know about a place I've never even lived in before. So I will applaud Sarah J Mass for that. <laughs> Okay, so getting into characters, like I said before, um, with world building comes, you know, more side characters, more characters, or, you know, whatever. And I feel like with fantasies, there's always just one main character and maybe like two or three close side characters that I basically like main characters. Um, but I was surprised because even so getting introduced to all these new courts and stuff, we were introduced to more side characters that were probably only there for like four or five chapters but like they were so well developed that I can just name you like five characteristics about them like right off the bat and I think Sarah J Mass just does a really good job of creating 3D personas out of side characters and really really making them a part of the plot rather than just being like an add-on an add-on an added component just to keep the plot moving um and it really just adds to the overall experience of this novel the dynamic which will bring me to my next point that the, I feel like this is for every book, but the character dynamic is great. Like there's tension between some, there's a little bit of like wariness. I, you can definitely see the relationships and how they play out throughout the novel and how they grow spectacularly. So yeah, overall the characters just, they blew me away. I feel like, I don't know. It's just, I never thought I'd have so much to say about a side character and I don't know maybe that's just me <laughs> so overall I would say this is a great finishing novel for the trilogy I feel like most third books like Allegiant in the Divergent trilogy was absolutely terrible like it was too info dumpy I didn't understand any bit of it I gave it like a two out of five stars um and I've heard from the Scythe trilogy, the third book, The Toll, is just as info dumpy and just trying to cram everything in there at the last minute um, to finish off the trilogy. And I think it's really hard to get everything, hit all the, uh, tick off all the boxes in a third novel just because it's the third novel. Like, we need everything to happen, you know? So I'm not going to judge it too harshly, but I think I gave it a 4.5 out of 5 stars, so pretty high, pretty high. Um, for me, all the loose ends were tied together, the dots were connected, I understood everything, um, and I, yeah, I was not disappointed. I love this series so much. It might not sound like it because I read it, um, like, maybe two to three weeks ago, and I've been procrastinating this episode, so I'm not as hyped up. But I think about the characters every day. I think about the plot every single day. It's so good. It's the series. 
as a whole is like a good five out of five stars. I literally, everyone I see at school, I recommend it to them. I've changed it to my background on like Zoom and everything. Like I'm obsessed. It's so good. Um, Unfortunately, I do not own a copy of it, which is devastating. I know, but I will get a, I will get a copy soon. Um, But this one is definitely one of my top favorite series. I will never stop recommending it. It is just phenomenal and I cannot recommend it to you guys enough. So thank you so much for being on this journey with me. I feel like this book was just so hyped up and I was just so excited to read it. And I'm so glad you guys came along. So I just want to thank you for listening and sticking with me. So thank you so much and I'll see you next time. Love your favorite bookworm.